go. Welcome back to the Sophisticated Sports Podcast. This is episode three. I'm Jacob. And I'm and, Daniel. And today we're going to be going over our team, our thoughts on the teams in the NBA bubble. And you know, to me, there's three, three clear tier one teams. And it's the Lakers, the Clippers, and the Bucks. And to me, the Lakers are the best team of those three, but they're just those three are the clear finals favorites. Yeah, it, it will be a surprise if uh, one of those teams doesn't make it to the finals. And the Lakers were my pick before the season ended, but I'm not sure right now because I lost Avery Bradley and Rondo uh, for opting out an injury. So we'll see if their depth and defense is affected that much um, in the coming games, I guess. Those teams are all championship or bust, you know? It's, yeah. a dis- it's a disappointment to all three of those if they don't win it. Especially for the the Lakers and Bucks have a lot riding on this because this this is regarded as like LeBron's last chance or his best chance yeah. for a championship. We don't know what next year will be. Yeah, I know, but that that's what people are saying, and and AD still has to resign, uh, resign next year. So, and I assume he will. But and then that's the Bucks, true. and then the Bucks. There, if there are people saying that Giannis is probably going to leave if um, they lose before the finals so they really need yeah. to make it to the, the Bucks. the bucks definitely will be a wasted season if they miss the finals this year yeah they lose in the east uh but yeah those three are the top teams in the league there really isn't any debate there with that being said it isn't impossible that one of those teams loses and in the east I think the best team to, to that could take down the Bucks is the Raptors. They did it last year. Now they had Kawhi last year, which is a big difference. Yeah, but I think they they match up okay with the Bucks. The big matchup is Giannis, right? Like, how do you control yeah. him? And you know they have Marcus All and OG Anunoby, and they're a good defensive team. And I think. You know, you can't really contain him. That helps a lot. You know, they have the second-best record. They have a lot of options. Pascal Siakam might be the second-best player in the East. But, you know, I think they're number two. So, like you said, the big thing in the East is figuring out someone to match up with Giannis. And my pick for the, the team that is most capable of doing this is the Miami Heat. Uh, they played the Bucks twice this year. They won both games. In the second of those games, Bam Adebayo, who's, who is probably going to be one of the more talented players in the league in the coming years because he's only 6'9", but he's, he can guard basically all five positions. He passes the ball, um, and he scores down low. And when Bam uh, matched up with Giannis, he only allowed 13 points, and that was Giannis's worst game of the season. I mean, it's hard to replicate this against someone as dominant um, as Giannis, but I mean, we'll see. And the Heat, the Heat have a, a ton of talent on the team. They're made for um, for the playoffs. I mean, they have Jimmy Butler, who's a great leader, um, good defense, good scoring. He, especially in the fourth quarter, is a clutch player. And then you have the- shooting around Duncan Robinson, Tyler Harrow. 
The thing with the Heat is, for me, it's the lack of star power. Um, I guess to me, Pascal Siakam, who is kind of underrated because he doesn't really get put in this conversation, but he's a, he's a star to me. And like he can score in so many ways. And to me, the Heat, like, yes, Jimmy Butler is oh, a star level player, but he averaged like 20 points. Uh, the defense gets t- defense gets tighter in the playoffs and they need to rely on a bunch of like in- unexperienced players like Tyler Harrow, Kendrick Nunn, Duncan Robinson. Bam hasn't been in the playoffs yet, I think. And he might have been in there last year, but they like, like the eight seed. Yeah, like they need a lot to go right and they have to rely on a lot of people who haven't been there on a team like the Raptors. Most of the guys there returned, and they have championship experience, right? They've yes. played deep yeah. into the playoffs. They, I mean, they won last year. I mean, with the same core, essentially. But the issue I have with the Raptors is if there's an if if Siakam has um, an inefficient game, um, he's not. You know, his scoring went up this year, but his efficiency went way down. So if he has a terrible game like, five for 16 or something, they're going to lose. Because, I mean, Kyle Lowry is, I think, one of the more underrated players in the league. He's he a is. future Hall of Famer, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and, they, I mean, they have a bunch of young guys around them. Van Vliet's been there. Um, Ananobi, he had, like, appendicitis last year, so he hasn't been around. People forget Norman Powell, too. and Yeah, he's, he's, he's been, been really good, good, especially, like, right before yeah. a break. I mean, I think the Heat probably do match up better just because of Bam. But, like, if the Heat played a team like the Raptors, I would think they would lose to them. Maybe they would match up better to the Bucs. But, like, getting there – because when they play the Bucs, they'll probably – if they get there, they will be in the – Eastern Conference Finals, so they have to go through two teams first. That's that's why I think they need to hold on to this four seed. I don't think the Pacers would give the Heat a real problem, and obviously the Nets or the Wizards is really not going to be a problem for the Bucks. So that yeah. would set up a second round matchup between the Bucks and Heat, which I think would be one of the better series in the playoffs, even if the Bucks do win. Yeah. And then the next team, I would probably put them over the Heat in terms of how good they are, the Celtics. Like, I would take them in a series over the Heat. The problem with the Celtics is they have absolutely no interior defense, right? There's no one on that team that could defend Giannis. We saw that last night um, when they played. But, like, Daniel Tice and Ennis Cantor can't hold it up. (laughs) Now, what they do have is a ton of scoring options because Jason Tatum – Jalen Brown, Kemba Walker, and Gordon Hayward could all, all have really good year. All, all of them could average twenty plus points a game in a series. Yeah. So they probably have the most scoring options out of any team. And you know, they also have Brad Stevens being their coach. And also Marcus Smart is a really, really good defensive player. He's a little chippy at times, but he's definitely um one another player who could have a major impact in in the playoffs. But my issue with the Celtics is what happens if they play the 76ers? You said no interior defense. Al Horford used to be on the Celtics. And he's basically the only person 
who can stop Joel Embiid. I mean, I'm sure Giannis could, but I, I haven't really seen the matchup that much. But now Al Horford's on the 76ers. So what did the Celtics do if that really does become the 3v6 matchup? And and that would be really interesting. Now, but the issue with the 76ers is spacing because yes. you have Ben Simmons. They, who maybe can shoot now. The problem, the problem with Ben Simmons is like even if he can now, like because he hit a few in a game, in yeah. some in, in like scrimmage games. But scrimmage, yeah. even if like he's not a total non-factor from three, like what happens if he starts the game zero for two, right? Yeah. Like, does he just stop shooting now? Because pro- he probably does, even if he maybe yeah. shouldn't. You know. Didn't like, he work with like a psychologist to help his confidence with the three? I mean, the, he just I think I heard he's. That. He's never going to develop the shot if he doesn't actually start shooting. It's yeah. just in the playoffs, it's right? Not the time. It's a close game. And if you start over two, and now the Celtics or any team leaves him open now, daring him to shoot, is he going to do it? You know, that's, you know, that's the issue. I mean, but the 76ers have a bunch of problems. Now, Al Horford just didn't fit in. Who knows yeah, where he's going to play? Al Horford shouldn't start, and he probably won't because him and Bede and Simmons on the floor it's at the same time distinction. isn't working. You know, it was, a, it was a pretty bad signing, except for the fact that it makes things a lot easier against it's the Celtics just because they don't have Al Horford. Yeah. And and then another issue the 76ers is Tobias Harris is a is a fine player. He averages like what 20, 21 points a game. Yeah. But they he's there like $180 million for like five years. That's way, way overpaid for this guy. In terms of this year, they they could be uh, they probably won't be playing the Bucks in the first. They won't play no. the Bucks in the first round. And they, they could be, especially if they match up with the Pacers in the first round, I would take them. Um, and they could beat a team like the Heat, Celtics, and Raptors. It's just all of those three teams, I would take over the Sixers because I don't trust them. You know, Embiid, sometimes he, sometimes he goes off. Sometimes it seems like he just doesn't care on some yes, plays, yeah. you know. And, and, especially- and I think he plays off the crowd's energy, which is another, you know, obviously yeah. there's no crowd. You know, and – you know, against the Celtics, yes, he would probably go off because, again, there's no one there to defend him. Against the Heat with Bam, you know, Raptors, Marcus who is very good on defense still. Yes. And, of course, against the Bucks with Giannis, you know, I just – I don't see them getting past the second round this year. Yeah, they sure. could lose in the first round depending on their matchup. You know, they could get the four seed. It's realistic. They, the three seed probably isn't. No, the three seed they won't get. But, I mean, I think the big thing about these eight uh, regular season extension games in the bubble is it's all about matchups. So, if we're looking ahead, um, the Bucks are probably going to win their series. The Raptors are probably going to win their series. But then you have a potential 3v6 matchup of Celtic 76, which would be a yeah. huge blockbuster matchup, where I could see – now, like you were saying, the 76ers, they don't, they sometimes just don't figure it out. So I could see them sweeping the Celtics, but I could also see them being swept by the Celtics. I wouldn't say, I didn't think either one would sweep the other team. I, know, I mean, it could be it a could five be, game. It could be lopsided. It would be, I, it could. Now, you know, there's the rest of the teams. And the Pacers are still the five seed. It's just, you know, 
but Oladipo might not play, which would be a big and issue. Their best player, Demontis Sabonis, is yeah. out. Yeah, so yeah. I, I, I don't see them doing anything. And they're and they're the Pacers and the 76ers have the same record right now. So yeah. if we're looking at the the odds, the 76ers are probably going to move up to the five spot, which would create a much worse matchup for the Heat. And then who knows what will happen? I mean, yeah, I mean the Pacers. Their best player now is Miles Turner, Malcolm Brogdon. Like, yeah, I they mean, just both of them. It's unfortunate, but, but they can't. I don't think they're going to be able to do anything. Yeah, you know. Um, and then you got the Magic and Nets because the Wizards aren't going to get in. Yeah. You know, the Magic. You know, uh-huh. last year they're probably, <laughs> probably playing, they're, they're probably playing the Raptors. I'm not saying they're going to win. All I'm saying is, last year they took a game from the Raptors. Uh-huh. Who had Kawhi still? Uh huh. And day. this year, and this year they're an improved team. Okay. You know, they, Jonathan Isaac took a big step this year. Yes. So, I'm not saying they're gonna win. I'm just saying don't be surprised if it's like a six-game series or something. Six games. I think that's all pushing it a little bit. I'm just what? That's my hot take. Six games. <laughs> five. And five. The Nets have no one now. They all opted out. Yes. So, yeah. I mean, the the East is top heavy, which leads us into the West, which is extremely spread out. You have, I think, twelve or thirteen contending teams fighting for eight playoff spots. Well, I mean, well, okay, not- teams like the Suns, the Kings, the Pelicans, the Spurs, and even the Grizzlies aren't probably getting. Like they're fighting for the eight seed, and they're probably not gonna. But they probably can't do anything there once they get it. Yeah, so, you know what I mean. Like, do any of those teams have a shot against the Lakers? No. Um, actually, the only thing, the only team there that I think would would potentially cause a couple of problems are the Trailblazers. Well, yeah, I didn't mention it because they could. I so, think, so if we're talking about this eight seed, who's your pick for the eight? I think because the Blazers just beat the Grizzlies yesterday. Yeah, that was. I think game. I think they're gonna get into the playing tournament at least, and then you so know you I. have Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum, and now you have Yusuf Nurkic and Collins, Zach Collins, back from injury, who've been out the whole year, and this team yeah. is basically the same team that made it to the conference finals uh, last year, I think. Something just wasn't clicking this year, and not saying they're gonna. It, let's assuming they get the eight seed, right? Yeah, and they play the Lakers. Not saying they're gonna win. I think it'll be a six game series. I think it'll be a lot closer than a normal eight versus one seed would be. Yes, and um, in the game after um, Kobe passed away, um, they played the the the. Trailblazers and the Lakers, and that was when the Trailblazers only had Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum, and they won by 10 points, I think. I mean, small sample size, and obviously emotions were uh, pretty high then. But, you know, if you have a couple of games like that, it would be a closer series than expected. Yeah. Um, you know, Charles Barkley, he he said he would pick the Blazers. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't go that far, but Yes, I don't go that far either. But, Gosh. you know, another interesting matchup is if the Mavericks stay in the seventh seed and they play the Clippers. I also, I think that would also be a very close series. I want to say, I mean, I think the Clippers would win 
like pretty definitively. I mean, we, it's just the, the Clippers problem, like the Celtics to less of an extent is their interior defense, right? Yes. So the Mavericks don't have a post, a guy in the post to take advantage of that. You know, Porzingis is big. What about, but he's Bo more Bo of a shooter. Yeah, Bobo. <laughs> Seven to six. I mean, mm. you said they played the Rockets last night, and there's they a video. Did. They just the a guy airballed a three, and it went right to Bobon, and his hands yeah. were basically his head was above the other guy's like whole body, and he just put the ball back up. Yeah, he's a big guy. It's just he doesn't really play that much. No, he played uh, like five minutes. So that's my issue with the Clippers, Mavericks. It could still be a close series, and it looks like they're probably going to stay in the seventh seed. Um, they would have to like really win a lot of games now because they're like two games behind the Thunder and three yeah. behind the Rockets. So they're probably going to end up playing the Clippers unless the Clippers get passed by the Nuggets. So, Which is high. I think that's unlikely. Now, we know the Lakers and Clippers are the best two teams. For me, number three, and the team that I would least want to play yeah. in the West, if I'm a contender, is the Rockets. Yeah. I knew where you could. Well, they just, James Harden and Russell Westbrook can both go off. And I know they're doing small ball now where they don't have like a guy over 5'8, 6'8 on the court. But I mean, if they hit their threes, they're unstoppable. Like, and that's just true, you know? To a lesser extent now, I mean, Eric Gordon is out for, I think, two to three weeks now, and he's a, uh, like the the third key piece for the Rockets. But I mean, even still, if they're all hitting their shots, then even if Westbrook still isn't efficient, like, but especially if Westbrook's hitting threes, because then this team is like up there with the Lakers and Clippers, if they hit their shots. So that, that's what it comes down to, which is why I wouldn't want to play them. Because if the threes are falling, there's not much you can do. Yes, I, I see your point. I think they'll win their, their first round matchup. I mean, if you saw the score last night, they beat the Mavericks 153 to 149. And Russ and Harden accounted for like 80 points. And if that happens in, you know a playoff game you're more than likely going to win that game yeah so their matchups is probably either going to be between the jazz the nuggets or the thunder depending on where they finish yes um and i think they beat all of those teams to me the second the, 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 no, sorry, the fourth best team is actually the thunder i do think they get to the second round if they end up playing the nuggets or jazz Okay. They're pretty underrated. They're they're definitely underrated, and but their big thing why they were so good is they they have Chris Paul as their leader, and then they have like Shea Gilgis Alexander and Danilo Gallinari, and their big thing is chemistry. That's what basically won them the forty games already this season, and but who knows what that's going to look like now in the bubble? Yeah, I'm well. It's more than just – I mean, they're just a bunch of good players, and they play well together yes. on selfish basketball. And I think that's – yeah, that's, that's kind of like the Nuggets game. too, you know. So, now. so for my main contenders, 
you said the Rockets. I'd be worried about them playing in the first round. But you saw when they went to that small ball lineup, they just got tired out and they lost the majority of their games at like four or five at the end of the season. Well, they were uh, six of four for the last ten. Yeah, but I think they they were not so great at the end of the like the the first regular season, I guess. So mm-hmm. they, I feel like they could tire out and Harden as a history, kind of choking in important games. So I don't know. We'll see. So. My favorite or my contending team is is the third seed, the Nuggets, which makes sense based on uh, standings. But they, I always feel like they're a little underrated. I am not a fan of the Nuggets. I don't believe in them, really. I, I mean, they could get to the second round. I don't think they get further. Jokic lost like 40 pounds. I mean, he already had. he's already probably one of the best big men in the league. Up there with Embiid and not Anthony Davis, but you know, unless their path to the finals is just incredibly easy, because like, okay, let's say they play the Thunder, and then now there's an uh, and then someone upsets someone else, and they play a weaker team. I don't see them getting past the second round because I don't think they beat the Rockets, or I don't even think I don't think they beat the Thunder straight up, but they could. I think they'll be thunder. I mean, they're an interesting team. They have a lot of really good players that they've drafted fairly recently. I mean, you have Jamal Murray, you have Jokic, you have um, what's his name, Gary Harris. They just drafted Michael Porter Jr. and Bol Bol, who is very very good in the scrimmage games, but is unlikely to play that much. I mean, they have Mason Plumley also at, at center. They just have a lot of guys there that also play unselfish basketball. They're not, none of them are really uh, like 25 per points per game scores, but I could see a, a couple of them averaging 20 um, for a playoff series, which if you have the right supporting pieces is more than enough um, to make it past one or two rounds. I don't think anyone on that team averages more than 20 besides Jokic and so my story must be pretty close. I mean, maybe. I mean, it's just we saw this two years ago, and last year they did make it to the second round. They almost did beat the Blazers, but even if they did, I mean, yeah, this year Jamal Murray's averaging nineteen points a game, which isn't bad at all. But I mean, the uh, last year it was a huge step for the Nuggets. I mean, they won their first round and they took the Trailblazers to seven games, which was a big deal for them as like a young and up and coming team. So now, if they're not young and up and coming anymore, they've solidified themselves as a good team in the West. So, I mean, we'll have to see where this goes from here. I mean, who knows? I just, I don't see it really. I don't see it happening. I mean, maybe against a team like the Clippers, because, again, they don't really have a good defensive center. Mm -hmm. But Jokic, he he is good in the post, but he's better around mid-range and setting up plays, right? He's phenomenal. Probably the greatest passing center ever already. Yeah. Um, So maybe against the Clippers. Definitely not against the Lakers with Anthony Davis there. You know, that's the big thing with the Lakers, right? Yes, they can shut you down both defensively, offensively. They can score from basically any position. I mean, it's, it's definitely an interesting team. 
And as far as like potential finals matchup goes, right? Yeah. Bucks Lakers. I would take the Lakers because, you know, Anthony Davis is probably your best bet against Giannis in the post out of any player in the league, really. Right? Yeah. And, you know, so it's still hard, especially if the Bucks are hitting threes. Guys like Chris Middleton and Ilyasova, Brooke Lopez. Mm-hmm. Then okay. it's still hard, but like. So, especially- so the last question that I'll that will answer is, what what who do you th- what is your likely uh, finals matchup, and what's like a sleeper or one that you would you would be surprised by, but at the same time, you would be like, I see how they made it here. So, my most likely would probably be Bucks lakers mm-hmm. Because, I, I mean, they're both the one seeds. I think they're both the best teams in their respective conferences. Mm-hmm. And I think the Lakers win it all. There really isn't an excuse this year for them not to. You know, they have all they need on the team. They, they should – they are the finals favorites. And in the East, the Bucks are definitely the favorites to come out. And in terms of, sl- like, sleeper teams, I mean, if you're not counting the Clippers as a sleeper team, I would go with the Rockets and the Raptors. And I would probably take the Rockets in that series um, just because, I mean, if they got the, you know – the Raptors are a good defensive team. It's just, especially when they don't have a big guy to dominate in the post, they can't take advantage of the Rockets' small ball as much mm-hmm. as you would like to. So that's probably why. Yeah, so uh, my favorite for what I expect to see is definitely the Lakers in the West. And then I'm struggling a little bit here because I could see the Bucks losing. I could see it happening too. I could. It's just in terms of who is the favorite. It's the Bucks. Right. There's, it's the no, Bucks. there's no competition there. And then for sleeper teams, I'm probably a little too high on the heat, but I could see um, like a Heat uh, Rockets matchup or a Heat Clippers matchup, which I think the West team would win either way. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much of a sleeper the Clippers are. No, they're not um, a sleeper, but they're not your favorite person. Yeah. So they're just right behind the lake. Like, I would yeah. not be surprised in a series. I mean, that's probably what the Western Conference Finals is going to end up being, the Lakers-Clippers. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if the Clippers won. But I would choose the Lakers going into mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Right. That's that's yeah. And um that's all we have for today. Thank you for listening. Um be sure to come back next time. And if you haven't given our other podcasts a listen, please feel free to do so. And yeah, um, thanks for listening. Yeah, follow us on Spotify. And if you have any suggestions, you can message us with any um, comments, what you thought of the podcast, or if you just want to see something in the future, we're open to it. Thank you. Yeah, that's it. See you next time. Yep. Goodbye.